Welcome to the Hair for Kids. Sit back and relax as we experience life with the Rebbe in 770, stories of Hasidim, and see how the Rebbe continues to find a way to connect to us and help every Yid. This episode has been graciously sponsored by Mendel, Chana, Levik, Label, and Rachel and their parents Rabbi Yossi and Mushki Bendet in honor of the birth of their new baby sister Shayna. May she grow up to give tremendous Nachas Ruach to the Rebbe. The story without fear was told by Rabbi Beryl Levitov, Shliach of the Rebbe, to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Welcome to the De Hair for Kids studio. Today in the studio is Rabbi Beryl Levitov, Shliach of the Rebbe to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Rabbi Levitov, welcome. Thank you for having me here. Okay, let's give the mic over to our interviewer, Moishi. Oh, wait a minute. Where is Moishi? Producer? Yes? Moishi is not here with us in the studio. Correct. He said he'll be coming in soon. So what should I do? People are listening live. You start to have a level talk, and when Moishi arrives, he'll take over from you. Okay. Rabbi Levitov, please begin your story. Sure. <clears throat> After several years of Schlichus in Santa Fe, it was time to replace the small Chabad House building with a larger and more modern structure. We were happy to easily find a property in a good location. All we needed was the money to buy it. Whoa. Who's there? It's Maishi! Narrator, it's Maishi, our famous interviewer. Yanko, let him in. Okay. Hey, Moshi, we're glad you made it. I'm glad too. I'm sorry I'm late. The Uber ride took so long. There was so much traffic on the road. No problem. So, Moshi, again, welcome to our De Hair studio. Thanks. So where are you up to in the story? Well, we are up to the part where Rabbi Levitov had to raise the money to buy the new Chabad house property. Okay, Rabbi Levertov, how did you raise the money? Well, we knew a friendly couple who Baruch Hashem pledged to sponsor half of the money we needed to buy the new Chabad house. So everything went smoothly from there? Well, we invested a lot of time, energy, and money to create the design plan for the new building. But soon we experienced many complications. Oh, what kind of complications? Well, firstly, the seller kept raising the price of the building. In addition to that, we uh, weren't sure if we should either tear down the old building and build a brand new one in its place, or perhaps we should keep it and just remodel the existing old building. So how did that make you feel? The decision of what to do made me very uncomfortable. I felt like we were stuck. So what did you do next? I did what every chassid does. On Shabbos, Yitzvah, Tavshinayim, 2014, I was at the Eidel. Before traveling back home on Sunday, I wrote a letter to the Rebbe begging for clarity in the building project. Standing at the Eidel, I davened with a tremendous kavona that I should make the proper decisions and that everything should work out for the best. 
the next Shabbos was my daughter's bas mitzvah. And on Friday, I wanted to give her something from the Rebbe as a gift. Whoa, what was it? Well, Bar Hashem, I was zeicher to grow up near the Rebbe. And I had quite a large collection of coins, dollars, and contracing booklets, which I had received from the Rebbe. I also managed to collect other objects over the years. Collect? What kind of objects? Well, after the passing of my father, Misha Levitov, eight years earlier, I inherited a portion of his own collection and put it in a safe, which is a special lockbox with a key that held all these precious items. So you opened the safe, and what happened? Can we go back in time when I opened the safe? Rabbi Levertov, how did you know what I was going to say to you next? Moishi, by now I've heard so many beautiful to hair for kids stories, I already know the system. Haha! <laughs> okay, Rabbi Levertov, go ahead. Do you also know what color button to press? Of course, the purple one. Here goes! Time to open the safe to find a present for my daughter. Ah, it's open. Whoops, a small piece of paper that I had never noticed before just fell out. Let's see it. Hmm, it's such a tiny piece. This must be part of my father's collection. Whoa, I can't believe it. It's an original Xaviat Kadesh of the Rebbe's holy handwriting, with only four words written on it. I'll read it. It says, The merits v'ispashtus v'liches. Meaning, it should be done with energy and expansion, without fear. I'm absolutely shocked. How did I never see this paper before? The Rebbe is clearly responding to my question. I should throw away my doubts and move forward with plans to build with the Shturim. Rabbi Levertov, welcome back to the studio! Oh, yes. I got carried away there in that special moment. No problem. So what happened next? Well, before moving forward, I discussed the situation with three shluchim. They all advised me to go ahead with it even though it came with a large financial responsibility. And then you began to build? Well, actually, we got to work immediately. We moved out of the building, rented a temporary space a 15-minute walk away, and we had a grand groundbreaking ceremony before Pesach. The community was very excited about the new developments. But after many months of working on this, with some challenges along the way, things got even more complicated. When I thought we were finally done with all the challenges and were ready to start the building, I met with the contractor. Okay, Rabbi Levitov, this time you missed it. Missed what? Going back in time. Oh, of course. Let's go back in time to that meeting with my contractor. The purple button. Here goes. Rabbi, what's on your mind? Well, we're ready to begin construction. Oh, Rabbi, I recently made a few calculations and, uh... Sorry to tell you, but things have gone up in price and, uh... For the amount of money you have, I would only be able to build 6,000 square feet, smaller than what you wanted. Hey, How much more will it cost to build the original larger building? An additional $500,000.
Oh, no. Another $500,000? It's not worth it. You know what? What, Ribar? I, I, I'm not moving ahead with either of the plans. So what are you going to do? I will buy another larger building. Okay, Rabbi. If you say so, good luck finding something larger for the price you want. Thank you, and goodbye. Hmm. With the message of the Rebbe from the Ksav Yad in mind, Rabbi Levitov's wife immediately started searching online and found a huge 16,000 square foot building for sale in downtown Santa Fe, a 25-minute walk from the Levitov's house. Since they miraculously had the cash in the bank from the couple, they were able to make a good offer on the building. And the owner, who was a Holocaust survivor, decided to sell it to them with a good deal. So Rabbi Levertov, tell us about how the new property affected your community. The entire community was amazed that we managed to get such a large building at such a wonderful location in our small town. It was a tremendous Kiddush Hashem and cause for great Jewish pride for the local Yidden to have a Chabad house in such a central location in our beautiful historic town. So was it large enough to build everything you needed for a Chabad house? Yes, and because it was much larger than our old property, which would have only been a shul in a small area, now we could have a kosher deli, a museum, or anything we wished to. And the miracles didn't stop there. The building needed a lot of work. One Friday, Rabbi Levitov was on Miftsoim and struck up a conversation with a tourist who was visiting a local store. Hello, I'm Rabbi Levitov from Chabad. Welcome to Santa Fe. Please accept this challah for Shabbos. Well, thank you, Rabbi. How kind of you. My pleasure. So what's your name? I'm Scott Seligman. I'm originally from Santa Fe. I now live in San Francisco, but I visit here quite often. Mr. Seligman was a successful businessman who had never before spoken to Rabbi Levitov. He was impressed with Chabad, and he developed a long-distance relationship with Rabbi Levitov. One day, as Rabbi Levitov was speaking with Scott, he said, Rabbi, I wish to help you whenever you need. Scott, I've got an idea for you. I have a building down the block and I need you to name it. <laughs> we'll talk again. Be well. You too. Sometime later, Rabbi Levitov visited Scott in California to make the official pitch. After schmoozing for a while, let's go back in time to listen to that conversation. So, Rabbi, how much money are you asking for in order to have one's name on the building? Nine hundred thousand dollars. 
Rabbi, I don't give such amounts of money. Scott, listen. Let me tell you all the wonderful things Chabad is accomplishing in Santa Fe that you can be part of. Over the last few years, we've been able to... And that's why, Scott, I'm requesting the $900,000 so that we can expand and... Okay, you have convinced me. I have decided to name the new Chabad house for the amount you have requested. Baruch Hashem, and thank you, Rebbe. Mr. Seligman has told Rabbi Levitov many times over the years, Rabbi, I still can't figure out what motivated me to give such a large donation to one organization. I, I never, never did, did such a thing, thing, but I'm very happy I did. Incredible story, Rabbi Levitov. Your final thoughts? I feel that the four-worded message the Rebbe sent us through that small piece of paper I found in my safe on that Friday afternoon gave us the strength and confidence we needed to expand and purchase a larger building in a more central location. Wow, wow! Rabbi Levertov, thank you for sharing us your story and... On behalf of everyone in the Deher for Kids studio, we wish you much hatzlacha in your Avodas HaKadosh Luchos. Amen. And I wish the same to you as well. Amen. Thank you. for listening to The Hair for Kids. Make sure to tell your friends about us and stay tuned for another fascinating episode at thehair.org forward slash kids.